another episode of Inspire Identities, where we come to inspire through faith, love, hope, life, experience, theology. I'm your host, Jabel. Let's get into this. So today, so I was watching a video on Instagram by an actress by the name of uh, China McLean. Um, if any of you don't know her, she's the one who plays the little girl Jasmine on, uh, I think it's called House of Pain, one of the Tyler Perry TV shows. And she was talking about um, an experience with a, with a specific um, clothing company um, that she had on more than one occasion in more than one country um, where she went into the store and the people would follow her around based off her color now when i heard that i was like yo that really sucks and then i thought about the times either where that could have happened to me or when it did happen to me so it's a very horrible thing but me if anybody knows me i try to make the worst situations as entertaining as possible so this is just like whoever hears this episode to me this is how i handle situations like that i don't take it to heart you feel me i don't get mad i don't get upset i get weird funny and um honest so i remember one time i was i was oh this is the most funniest thing like mind you this didn't happen to me this happened to one of my friends it was the funniest thing um so one day it was me and my friend uh we walked into a walgreens um and we just went up for, we, I think we went out for like a bottle of water or something, just to go in there real quick and, um, and, and grab something. So my friend, his wife's brother and his friend walk into the store like two minutes after us. The funniest thing, the moment they walked into the store, into the Walgreens, immediately over the PA system, you hear one of the managers saying, they, they said, code something, um, keep your eyes on the aisles. Immediately, me and my friend, yo, we started rolling. We, it was so funny. Like, it was hilarious. I know some people say, why is that funny? Because, mind you, the, the, the way that my friends were dressed, the way that my, my friends, wife, brothers, the way they were dressed, they look very suspect. They came in there, um... You know, like, um, what was it? He had a scully on, grills, pants sagging, flip-flops. Like, you know, they just judged them based off, based off of what they were wearing. And it was just funny to me and my friend because it was like, you knew that immediately it was for them. Like, nobody else. All the people that walked into the store, me and my friend, we walked into the store. And it was like, okay, nothing happened. But the moment they walked into the store, um based off the way that they were dressed immediately um the managers hey guys and mind you it's over the pa system cold whatever keep your eyes on the aisles and it was ridiculous i was like yo that was priceless but back to the topic for me how i handle situations like that is i make the most of it honestly so depending on like for me depending on where i am and what kind of store i walk into automatically I know or I will assume okay depending on what I have on I'll probably get judged 
um, to automatically think, people probably automatically think that I'm stealing something based off of probably my skin color or depending on what I have on. Mind you, I don't dress um, like a thug. I don't dress in inappropriate all the time. Yeah, I may dress bummy just because, you know, I'm a man. Most men, we just want to, we, when we go somewhere, we want to be in and out. So we don't really worry about um, putting too many clothes on. It was just some, some shorts, a shirt. A hat maybe and some slippers or some shoes and just keep it and just run back and forth or quick. You know, most men were in and out. So depending on what store I go to, automatically I'll know if no, here it is. Depending on what store I go to and what area I'm in, or the type of area that I'm in, I'll know automatically if I will end up being watched or will I get judged based off my skin color or um depending on what I'm wearing. So for me, whenever situations like that happen, and yes, it has happened to me, I know it's hard to believe, but yeah, it's happened. So for me, uh, if it happens to me, I'm looking at them before they even look at me. Why? I'm what they call an overthinker. Like automatically, I see an area, I see a situation, I know what's going on in society. Automatically, I'll walk into a store and I'll and I'll look at I'll look at the people before they look at me, and I'm looking at them. And the moment something seems awkward, where it looks like okay, they assume that I'm still I'm looking right at them already. So I'll probably be in the store. I remember there's one situation I was in the store with my wife, and we were just you know we were just browsing and things like that. And there was an individual, um, who started to follow us. Mind you, my wife is she didn't notice it, of course. Personally, I wouldn't notice it, but I I make I don't make it my business. It's just that it's just how my mind operates half the time. Like normally, I probably wouldn't get. I don't really care at all if anybody is following me or if anybody assumes that I'm stealing. Personally, I really do not care at all. But when I'm bored and I just feel like having some fun, I'll keep my mind open and I'll be looking. So there's one time me and my wife were shopping and the police I see that somebody's following following us from aisle to aisle. So, what I tend to do is I'll make it as awkward as possible. If I'm paying attention, I see, okay, I go to one aisle, this person's following me. I go to the next place, this person's following me. I'm going to look at them. I stare at them deep into their soul. And I'm looking at them. Every time I make a turn, I'm looking at them. When they try to pretend that they're just walking by, I'm looking at them dead into their soul. I'm in that joint looking like Shane Song from Mortal Kombat. Your soul is mine. So I make it as funny and as awkward as possible. And I'm just staring at him like, yes, I'm here and I know what you're doing. So don't try to do it again because I'm watching you before you watched me. That's one of the things that I do. Another thing that I tend to do, if they're following me, I'm funny enough to. If I see that I'm going three different aisles and you're in the same exact aisle and you're not a customer and you're an employee and you just so happen to be folding clothes in every aisle that I'm on, I'm going to step to them and say, hey, is everything okay? Do you think I'm going to steal? Because you've been following me for the past couple hours. I've seen you and I've watched you from them and I tell them everything. From I tell them everything that they've been doing and then they look at me like they like, 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 they like oh snap, I really got caught. Because once I expose them, like once they see me, once they hear me open my mouth and they hear the intellect behind it and they hear the fact that, yo, this man has just um, 
recreated every single detail that I've done from the moment that they entered to the store to the moment that he spoke to me. Because I pay attention to details. So if they walk in a certain way, if they bump into somebody, if they're folding a certain type of clothing, I notice it, I see it so that when I stepped in them, I can tell them exactly what they're doing so they can see that, yo, you're not watching me. I'm the one watching you. So stop it, please, <laughs> before the situation can get more worse than it needs to be. Because I understand society has caused um, stores and people to think that, hey, all black people still. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Um, certain businesses and CEOs and managers of different stores, you think it's only black people that steal. But honest, I'll be honest with you. You have people from all races who steal more than us. Like, yeah, black people will probably, younger kids, you know, steal some candy, go to the store, steal some clothes. But if you can see the Hispanic customers with the fake belly, or if you pay attention to your white, your Caucasian customers who ended up with a, their, when they walked in, their bag was flat and then all of a sudden it's kind of bulky. You guys don't notice that because of the fact that you're so, you're so, you're so bound to see us. Where in all honesty, most black people, they got smarter. Okay, if you're going to watch us, good. I'm going to send my homie in there that's not the same skin color as me so that while you're watching me, they're getting away with all the stuff and we walk out and we just split the profit together. And you won't notice that we're together because we'll walk in at different times. Come on. Now, y'all got to understand, like, watching, like, just stereotyping automatically is not good. It's not. Me, I know, like I tell people, even though I may be a Christian, even though I believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, he is the Lord and Savior, it does not mean that as a Christian that I'm ignorant or oblivious um, to the things that's going on in society. It does not mean that I don't pay attention to the news. It does not mean that we don't pay attention to the killings. It does not mean that we don't see what's going on. We want justice as well. We do what we need to do. Not all Christians just sit in church, praise God, and pray. Yeah, we do that, but we go out. Some of us, we do protest. Some of us, we do make videos. Some of us, we do petition. We we take steps as well. A lot of us as Christians, we aren't blind or oblivious. Why? Because Jesus Christ wasn't blind or oblivious to racism or, or segregation or stereotyping. If you actually read your Bible, you'll see that he actually addressed it. It happened to him. And he ain't going around going crazy telling people that, oh, now we're going to fight. No. He addressed it in a respectful manner. And he just made the people look crazy. Like, oh, okay. I didn't expect this from your kind. Yeah. Because my kind is better than you think, than you assume. Better than what these stories that you've been hearing. So that's for me. Like, when I go shopping, if I know I'm in a certain store, I know they're going to watch me. I'm, I'm making it funny. I'm going to make it funny. I'm going to make it awkward. I'm going to make it entertaining. I'm going to make it so that I have a story to tell later. Like, okay, I stepped to the people and I, was, and I said this. Or I just stared at them and just pointed. Like, I'm literally that guy. Like, if somebody's following me, I'll wait for them to pass on my eye and I'm going to point at them. And just stare at them. And be like, I see you. Stop it. Now. Like... Like, my friends would look at me like, they'd be like, yo, I'm the only one who's crazy enough to do something like that. Like, and, I mean, come on. The managers can't kick me out. 
I'm shopping, I'm a customer, I'm not causing the problems. If your employees are the ones following me, then that means that I feel I feel unsafe. I feel offended because your employees decided to follow me when I did absolutely nothing but walk into the store and try to find something different to put on, um, to buy to put on. So that can be considered a lawsuit. It's called harassment, guys. Um, but I just wanted to make this this podcast just something, you know, just something funny, something entertaining, a nice little story time for you guys. Um, but check out um China McClinton's Instagram, guys. Like it, like she has like a lot of a lot of videos. She's on TikTok these days as well. Um, just found out that she has like four million viewers or subscribers. I don't know how TikTok works. I don't have one. Um, but yeah, a lot of people following her. But I, I I've seen her Instagram recently. And um, her TikToks are really funny. They're entertaining. Um, but her heart towards um, racial injustice as well is um, is strong. Like, she actually laments, she mourns um, for the deaths of African-American men and women um, in, the, in America. And it is a very serious thing. That needs to be addressed, and I'm thankful for the fact that um within the past, during this COVID of of uh outside of all the death that this time this has been a time where people actually um opened their eyes and see and have seen that hey this has been going on for centuries but we're glad that you're actually paying attention to it now and seeing that hey the African American com- or the the black community. Because not all black people are African American. Some blacks are Haitian and, and Hispanics and so on and so forth, or Jamaican and stuff like that. But the black community, um, we're here and we're being ostracized based off the fact of our skin complexion. So, guys, spread the word, let people know um, that black lives matter, um, that this is something that really needs to continuously be addressed that we need to drop these stereotypes, these stigmas down and just see people for what they are because if it doesn't get better, it's going to get worse. And I believe that it will get better if we continue as a people to attack and address these issues as a unified um, humanity. Uh, so this is your boy j with another episode. Um, where we come to, with another episode with um, Inspiring Identities. Forgive me, guys. Well, we come to inspire through love, faith, hope, theology. Be blessed, be a native, be humble, let God use you.